to the hot seat. Here on UTARadio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, streaming live on Facebook Live and Twitch TV. Coming to you later on SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcast, all the good stuff. We're going to start the podcast so we can get some more content out there. So that would be good for us this, this second season. My name is Creighton Branch, the man next to me, Micah Ka. Cole, it has been a long time. Micah Cockle, how are you doing? I'm doing really good, Creighton. I've been looking forward for to this day for a little bit. For quite have you, a while, have you really? Actually. Yeah. That's good. I won't lie. I've been looking forward to it. <laughs> We're I, back, finally. It's been a long summer, but I'm ready to be back. I gotta say, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back, too. It's I, good. Oh, yeah, for we sure. got a lot of stuff to discuss here later in the show. We'll be, we'll be getting into... Things like college football, Dallas Cowboys, uh, all that will be coming up pretty soon here. But first, as always, Micah, it's the first one of the school year. This is our segment where we do a what's what. If you don't know what that is, if any new followers or new listeners, maybe followers eventually, we'll see. Um, For all you that are new, essentially, all it is is picking something crazy that we've seen over last week, or I guess in this since the summer. I, you know, it's gone from things like food to crazy stats, crazy um, history, things like that. And we just kind of discussed about, so that's what it is. Um, Micah, you always go first. Take the honor. The first what's what of the year. Here we go. Well, I actually have two. I swear it better be good. Oh, I got two. And as a matter of fact, uh, I think I've told you this before, Creighton. Uh, My dad's a huge baseball fanatic. And yesterday, yesterday we were actually at, at dinner. Um, because it were you at walk ons? Well, uh, uh, no, no, I was not at walk ons. <laughs> we went to Benny Haunted last night. But, they still have those, yes, they do. There's one in Irving, no kidding, yes, there's one in Irving. Okay, but yeah, we were at dinner and he was telling me some fun facts for this particular day. And he ran across one for Babe Ruth. And I'm actually surprised this hasn't happened a little more frequently because y- you would think over time, you know, over a nine day period like consecutively that something like this would happen and uh so Babe Ruth on this very date started a nine game hit streak but it was extra base hits so what? essentially what an extra base hit is it's a double okay. a triple or okay. a home run oh. so essentially oh. for nine straight games he had an extra base hit I'm just surprised this doesn't happen more frequently. Well, the year so, was like what, 1900? It was like 1921, I yeah, believe, yeah. if I'm correct. So that's. I mean, they have gotten a little better at baseball since then. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that because it's kind of like the new era of athletes you saw with Zion and basketball is changing the new era of athletes. There, I mean, they're just so much. It's just hard to do now to do something that crazy anymore. Oh yeah, it's definitely really hard to do, especially in our game today. But it's not kind of like that, that happens, and it's kind of like with the pitching aspect. Like back then, they could throw forever. Uh, I believe my dad also mentioned this. There was a a pitcher who pitched two complete games on the same day, and won both games. I believe he brought that up to my attention. I can't remember for sure, but man, yeah. I know that it was recently on this date or close to this date, but I know that he brought it up. So, that's pretty interesting. But I do have a second one for you, Craig. Oh, he's got a second one. And, you know, I think you already know what this one is, because, I mean, we've talked about it all day. Uh, on this very date, 1996. No, don't. Oh, you're going to do it now? I'm going to do it now, Creighton. I was born on this very day. Oh, August gonna... 28th, 
1996. Okay, I had a whole hype thing for you, but I blame you now for not for just going right into it. Well, Sorry. for anybody that doesn't know or I guess knows now. And and you know what's funny Micah is... Micah Cole's birthday is today. Happy birthday, Micah Cole. And another funny thing is, one of my friends, and I can actually see him in the chat right now, so that's why I'm going to go and bring it up. Okay. Uh, Phil, his, saint, his birthday is also today. That was a good what's what. So That's a good what's what. That's right kind of interesting because it's no, like, no, oh, I have a friend who has the same birthday. So it's like... Kind of crazy. So, how old are you? Forty, something like that. <laughs> I'm older than my parents somehow. I mean, they always claim they're twenty, so I don't know. Micah's twenty three, ladies and gentlemen. Micah's twenty three. He's actually older than me, even though it might not seem like it sometimes, right? <laughs> Anyways, I'll move on to mine here, Micah. Let me. <laughs> I'm gonna give you this because this is one of those ones that just saw it and made me laugh. Okay, so football season is upon us. The NFL season, that is. And Amazon has said it has expanded its programming stats in Alexa. And here's the, here's the example it gives. This is what you can now do with Alexa. Fans can ask complex questions like, how many penalty yards do the Jets have? <laughs> like, Why? Who needs to? First I mean, of all, but they got penalized so much last year. Well, maybe, maybe we could start doing things like Amazon but, complex stats, like. But to be fair, how many fights has Vontez Burfitt got into? How many times has how many times has uh, Richie Incognito got suspended? Or how many times you know <laughs> you know like how I, many ejections? Yeah, or... maybe, maybe we could start doing crazy stuff like that. Or, Honestly, you know. why not? We've done some pretty <laughs> funny serious? stuff. Oh, I mean, I would love it. But that just I just stood out to me because I was like, I mean, you told us what I was like. Mouthpieces are included. Yes, that's that right, pretty strange. <laughs> but it was so strange to me because I was like, who cares to know that stuff? No, I mean, like, and also it's like, when you ask the question, Alexis should say, uh, they have enough. They have enough penalty yards because we know how it is. They but... have enough. Oh, man. That's pretty. What? That's pretty uh, cr- crazy. Like, who cares? <laughs> penalty yards. Like, that's the last thing I would look up. Like, honestly. Oh, for I a think team. I'd use it if it was, you know, like. Alexa, how many times has so-and-so gotten marijuana charges? I mean, you could, <laughs> you could just keep going on and on and on about it for days. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh, that was my what's what. Um, I liked yours. I liked both your baseball. Um, it, wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a show unless you mentioned baseball. <laughs> Would it? No. All right. Of course not. Well, everybody say happy birthday to Micah on the comments on either one of our streams going on. Uh, He's 23 again. Old. He, he is getting up there in age. This is his last go around, my last go around for this year. But hey, and we got a full year ahead of us. We got a full first. year, but Let's yeah, and then, and then you're into the real world. But moving on <laughs> into the other half of our segment, as we always do, like to talk some UTA sports right off the bat here. Uh, nothing has really gotten underway on the basketball side. We still have a couple months to talk about that. But volleyball is here, and the season has begun. It's a. Uh, gonna be, I think it's gonna be a great year, Micah. Uh, me and me and Kyle Scow, who's the uh, host of the other show, the uh, Sports File yes. on Mondays, and uh, he called with me, and I gotta tell you, I was I was more impressed than I thought I was gonna be. Um, they looked really good ex- from yeah. what I was told. I it, mean, I yeah. didn't get the chance to see the game because they looked really good day, from but, what you were told. But yeah. it, <laughs> I mean, you talked to me about it, so it's like it yeah. sounded. And I also kept up with it online. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like I was a because like I wanted to know like hey I need to know this stuff for for my show. 
because I, I mean, I couldn't be there. Obviously, I'd work. You did, so, unfortunately. Work. So, and we applaud you for your your service of the lifeguarding. <laughs> and so, anyway, I actually made a save this past weekend. So, okay, we might get into that later. But I want to know no, that story. Anyway, I mean, it's it's not anything big. I uh, did make a save though, but it was nothing too big. Well, why are you saying then act like it's not big? You just stuck your chest out there, and then you're like, ah, <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. I mean, it could have been a lot worse if I didn't jump in when I did. But and therefore, thank you for your service. <laughs> Anyway, no problem. <laughs> so, I was very surprised, Micah, and in a good way. I mean, I wasn't. I didn't think that you know we were gonna be bad. I just didn't think that I was gonna at some point in the game. And granted, they played DBU, they played Dallas Baptist, the Lady Patriots. They won technically all four sets. They had to lose the third one so the clock wouldn't stop. You know, so the game uh, machine wouldn't wouldn't cut out. So. They ended up winning all four sets. It was I, they could have they they swept. They could have gone three if it was a real game, but we decided to go one more. And albeit playing DBU, I I actually thought this the the net play was amazing, especially from Bree Walt. I mean, she was phenomenal. And then also Allie Wells, who's going to be the new Lombero for uh, UTA, kind of filling in. Well, I mean, Madeline Saint Germain's still there, but she's just a freshman. Uh, Allie Wells is, and so she's going to be filling in that spot for the years to come. And they gave her a lot of playing time too. So when Saint Germain comes out uh, in the games, I, I am very confident in the middle of that court there with Well. She played great, so I, I am very excited with this team. And yeah, they brought in some great young girls. I mean, that's going to help this team. And you also, and Coach JT said it himself. They also have five returning starters, so or yeah, five exactly. seniors, five seniors, excuse me. So that's going to help them in a big way. I mean, having that veteran leadership and another year under your belt, yeah. like. Man, this is going to be a pretty good year. Um, but I think there were still questions that me, you, and people had about this team. Nobody knew for sure kind of coming into it. But I think that DBU game kind of answered some questions. You could see the communication, obviously, on the court and moving the ball around effectively and getting it over uh, the net. So that's been helping them. I mean, it's just from from what I know, they did a really good job on Friday. And I think uh, this tournament this upcoming weekend will give answer a few more questions. Yeah. because yeah, they. The the competition obviously rises, you know. A they little play because I know that they're playing LSU tournament. in Houston yeah. this weekend, so that'll be a, a good that'll be good non conference test for for the Mavericks. Yeah, and the tournament the tournament's all in Houston, and the second game they're playing is at LSU, and LSU was a great team last year, so it's going to be a real eye opener depending on what happens here. And I think that this is a great this is a great opportunity for these girls to show what they got. I mean, just go in there, play your best, like give it all you got. I mean, because. This is kind of your chance to kind of show us what you're truly made of against, they made, you know, potential NCAA tournament opponents. Do you think that's a possible option? I mean, I mean, a possible thing here is the NCAA tournament at the end of the year. I mean, all you got to do is win the Sun Belt, and we're only two games away from that. Yeah, we were really close last year, so it's very, it's it's going to be interesting because I think this because te- this team's projected to finish second in the Western yeah. Conference this year, kind of similar to last year behind Texas State. But I think there's obviously a higher expectation this year after the way they came out last year because it seemed like last year there was low expectations for this volleyball team. But now that we kind of have some experience under our belt and seeing kind of what these girls can do, and a lot of them are coming back, there's not many that have left. I think this is a great opportunity now to kind of raise the bar and say, hey, this is what we're looking for. We're looking for the tournament this year. Like, that's what you want from this I'm team. excited to see what Madison Hill's got coming into her senior year. I mean, she was she's such a great offensive player, and she knows how to work the corners, knows how to work the court, and you just got to respect it. She's really good. She hits so hard. I mean, that was one of the things I saw 
in this game, this exhibition match, was the fact that our our girls were much faster, I thought, than last year, and they hit really, really hard. And it, I think it goes to show what, like, just them playing that match goes to show that they were cl- clearly committed in the offseason to making some improvements. Because, I mean, obviously, they were not perfect last year. There's things that they could work on. And they obviously went about their business and, you know, took care of some things and cleaned some things up and got better. And you could see that on the court Friday. So I think it's going to be a good year. I really do. And, you know, I think everybody is kind of nervous because Zanelle Gathers left last year. She was kind of one of the big pieces of this team. And she's gone this year. And so everyone's kind of worried about And I mean, okay, we haven't really seen a regulation game. So I, I'll give you that. But everybody's worried about Gathers leaving. But it looks like that offensive hole is going to probably be filled and we're going to be okay. I mean, I, I believe so. I mean, Jetlica's there. I, I mean, Mantinka. I mean, there's a lot There's a lot of players on this team that can really, 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 really uh, contend for starting roles. And also, I mean, the depth, I mean, you saw on Friday is, I think it's going to be really nice to have. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's definitely going to help out this team. So, And also bringing in some young talent, too, as well, to kind of help things out. I'm also, before we go, I got, I got to say this. I got to give them credit where, where it's due, is that I really thought that the, they were going to come out with just kind of going through the motions and not be all, you know, hyped up and everything. But that team played with so much passion on Friday. I was, I was so happy to see that. That was really nice. And yeah, I mean, it was just an exhibition match, and they were, they were smoking DBU, but they were running, they were hustling, running to every ball, and they were fired up every time they scored. I loved that. Oh, yeah, that's what you want from your team, obviously, for them to go out and just give everything they got, no, no matter if it's exhibition or or a, a real live match. I mean, because at the end of the day, like, practice like you play. Yeah. That's the way it should be. I agree. I agree. It's going to be an exciting year for the UTA volleyball team, and later in the year we're going to be able to talk about some basketball. That'll be good, too. But, hey, fans of ghost hunting, horror, sci-fi, fantasy, cosplay, Come out to the Will Rogers Memorial Center September 14th and 15th for the first spooky spectacle. Enjoy wandering classes, UFO talk, and to see some of your favorite spooky celebrities such as Dale Midkiff from Pet Cemetery and Paul T. Taylor. You know Paul T. Taylor from Pinhead? You know Pinhead? No. (laughs) That's okay. I'm not going to give you that. I'll show you Pinhead later. Anyways, from Hellraiser Judgment, $10, get in the door. For more info, visit SpookySpectacle.com. I'm going to show you Pinhead later, call. Ed, but do you at least know, <laughs> do you know who, uh, what, uh, what Pet Cemetery is? Yeah. Okay, cool. Good deal. Y'all go check that out. Talking about Andrew Luck next year on the hot seat. You listen to UTARadio.com. Next year. Welcome back to the hot seat here on UTARadio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, Facebook Live, and Twitch. I'm Micah Call Cole, alongside my fabulous co-host, Creighton Man, the Birdman himself. Yeah, that would be me. Is it? <laughs> Just <laughs> people, man. People. Aren't they something? Yeah. What? Yeah, people are... People try to make jokes out of everything. We're just going <laughs> to keep this one inside, and they just, you know, some people just won't ever let go. But anyways, back to the next segment. Um, 
All right, Micah, this is so... I'd say this is very odd to me. I, I, I gotta tell you, I've quite never seen anything like this before. So, Mr. Andrew Luck, Mr. Hall of Famer, Mr. Super Bowl, Mr. whatever other title he hasn't earned yet, you want to call him because that's all we ever do, he retired. He, I was so... Uh, he like retired. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He retired. Okay. Um... And I've quite never seen anything like this before. It is, it's, just, it's just the day and age we live in, man. So, I'm going to get the story. Andrew Luck's on the sideline. He's basically already decided that he is going to retire, yet he has not told anybody. Well, he's basically told the inside house. But he's going to make an announce about, announcement about it the day after the game. All right, well, someone, someone squeaked, someone squawked, told Adam Schefter. And he put, obviously, as a reporter, he put it out. And... While they're in the middle of that preseason game, everyone's phones start breaking up with breaking news. Start, I mean, they start posting breaking news and start getting the alerts, and all of it says. And then he got Andrew, off the Andrew field. Luck. Andrew Luck is retiring from the Colts and the NFL. And everyone, everyone was like, "What?" And as you you can see it in the game, people were taking off the jerseys. Some some were screaming, and then I, and then I he decided to finally walk off the field as I guess he decided. Oh wow, yeah, so they they know now. Um, and as he was walking off, they booed him. They booed him, and it was I've never seen That's anything just, like it. Uh, and we talked last year. We talked about uh, the retirement at halftime, and I never thought that I'd see anything like that. But here we are again. A retirement during a preseason game that wasn't really a, it was going to be a retirement, but it was forced a day early due to social media. I I I, I am in shock. But what I want to know, Micah, is we, I just want to know your reaction to this because some people are mad, some people are, you know, respectful of the decision. Some people think it was the right decision. Some people think it was the wrong decision. Some people think he's going to be back. I just want to know what your take is on this. And I know Troy Aikman had things to say. He got all upset. Everyone's starting to get in, <laughs> well, like, everyone's getting into a, a hissy fit over it. So everyone's got their own opinions. I want to know what yours is. I was stunned, honestly, because <laughs> I was just sitting, all of my coworkers, okay, after work, we all went to work. We all went to Cannes just to have a quick dinner real quick together. And I just sit there, and then I get a notification. And I, I get up my phone, not even thinking that was going to be what was going to come up. And I'm just like, wait a minute. And I put it down. Yeah. Like I just look at it briefly, and then I'm I'm like, wait a minute. I just think about it for a second. I'm like, wait a minute. Did that say what I thought it said? And I pull it back out, and I'm just like, eh? Andrew Luck is retiring out out of the blue. Did you cry? <laughs> no, but I was just like stunned. I was like, where did this come from? You Why? Mean, you didn't you didn't cry and... for Sir Andrew Luck? No, I did for Tony Romo. But that's another oh, story. God. That's another story. <laughs> But I was just so stunned because it's like really oh. just kind of out of the blue, like. But then I kind of read up on it a little bit, and it's like okay, <laughs> okay. Like I, I read up to understand why he was retiring. Because I mean, but just seeing, knew, just you, seeing a little notification is not going to tell me anything. But besides you knew the fact he had that he the injuries, retire. right? Well, yeah. yeah, I knew he had the injuries, but I'm just saying, like, was that the reason, or was it something else? Was it something off the field? I don't know. But so. then it was the mental game. I'm like, okay. That's respectable. That's why I quit football after seventh grade because I'm just like, no, I'm not going to try to risk myself getting hurt. So it's like I understand that. Did you get hurt? No, but I'm just saying, like <laughs> the the risk of getting hurt. I know. Like I know that I it's just... real though. Yeah, it's real. I understand that. Yeah, Andrew Luck barely played because he got hurt so much. Because I mean, whenever I got tackled, like it hurt. Like like 
at least for the time period, it did hurt. And I'm what just pos- like, I can't position? imagine what, what, something, what, what, doing what something breaking or something like that. What position did you play? Oh, I played wide receiver. And, what? And I was a safety. You were fast? Yeah. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. How much did you play? A little bit. You got but hit? I, How hard scared. did you get hit? <laughs> just, it was I'm, so bad. I'm just trying to picture the side of you putting on a helmet. And, I mean... I didn't like it. That's let's awesome. Just, let's just put it... That's like, I awesome. love the game of football, that's but awesome. I didn't like it enough to play it. It was like the risk of injuries. Well, that's, why, like, that's why I never played it, because I never thought that it was worth the risk. Yeah, it's not worth Some people like it, but I, you really got to love the sport. For the people booing him, like, seriously, like, put yourself in his shoes, understand the injuries he's gone through. Like, it is a mental game. Like, it's hard to keep me- going into rehab and doing it over and over again. It's not that easy. And I don't think the fans that are booing him or are ripping him up for it understand that. And then there's a guy like Troy Aikman that comes out and defends him, which he should. He should, without a question, and I think that was the right thing to do on his part because, I mean, he quit because of injuries. It is a mental game, and I think it's just time for fans to come to the realization. like, hey, he's putting his health over, over our entertainment, and that's what he should do because, I mean, is it worth having an injury that might affect you the rest of your life at some point? I'm not going to lie. You're, you're kind of persuading my thoughts here. I'm just saying, is it worth that risk? I don't think so. And I, uh, that's why I understand why he, he left and walked away. Because, I mean, he's had a lot of injuries. He's had to do a lot of rehab. I thought he still had plenty of years left on him. But I thought I so, also too. Un- but I do understand, because you do not want to risk something serious. All right. I like that take. Here's my idea on this one. When I saw it, I don't even remember where I was, but I had to have been home. Anyways, I I do remember though when I saw it, was I surprised? To be honest with you, I I really wasn't, because say what you will, I guess. Um, I th- I think the thing that surprised me more than anything was just the timing of it. It was just so random. Well, that's why I was laughing because it's it's just so strange. But yeah, yeah, I mean, say what you will, the dude, you know, has he had the best offensive line around him? No, so therefore he gets hit a lot. I get that. But I wasn't completely shocked knowing how much he endured. Um, I just thought it was so strange. And at first I was like, I I was in a way like that. You're just going to, and then when I saw the mental aspect of it, I was like, you're just going to, you're going to pack it in because you're tired of going through rehab. You know, like, I'm not going to lie. I was like, kind of like, I was like, man, I mean, there's people in, in this, uh, in this sport that aren't quarterbacks that lay their body out on the line. Like linemen, for sure. single play. Linemen, And do. they don't quit, you know. And I'm not saying he's quitting. I'm just saying what I thought at the moment. I, and so, those guys. And I thought, I was, I just thought that, I was like, this is insulting to the NFL and everything. I was like, how could he do this? And But, as I started to think about it, I was like, you know what? And this is kind of what you point to. is like, who... I, I've always talked about the athletes getting their own. Get your money, don't get hurt, get out. And so, like, why is this any different? You know, why why should it be any different? If he feels like he he's not capable of staying healthy, I guess you could say, throughout the next five, six years, um, healthy enough to where you'd want to be once he got out of the league, 
I mean, if he feels like and if, if he feels like that this is the right decision and he wants to go do something else, I don't know what he wants to go do. Maybe he's gonna go back to school. I don't know. But he's he he's managed his money really well. He's not that's not gonna be an issue. I I I I don't see a problem with him retiring. I just think it's so strange. I gotta tell you, that's what it is. Like I'm not surprised. It's just weird. It's weird to have the first round pick that was only eight years ago at this point now. Um gone. And so does that mean RG3 won the draft? I don't know. That's just a thought of mine, but I I have no clue. I don't know who, but does um, RG3 even play anymore? Yes, he's on there. He's on the Ravens. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he's he's backing up the <laughs> uh Lamar Jackson, all those guys. But it's it's sad in a way because it shows you just how how violent football can be. It really can. And it it put a not even a first round pick, a first pick overall completely on his back and took him away from the game. And he says he doesn't even enjoy it anymore. So, I mean, that's how quick this could change. It's just so strange to me. And that's what I have to really say about well, it. Well, I think I also I got, I got to say also is that it's going to be sad to see the Captain the Captain Andrew Luck Twitter go. I mean, who's the biggest loser, Andrew Luck or Captain Andrew Luck? I don't know. You tell me. Well, <laughs> I think this goes to show that each player is a case by case. It oh well, yeah, yeah. Well, because yes. I don't because, see how these quarterbacks well, co- doing that. Well, this the thing is with this kind of situation, it kind of it kind of depends on how much you enjoy the game, and I think you kind of find that like who who actually does. Because in this situation, it's like, is it worth going through this to can to come back? Like, is it worth is it worth it for me? And I get and for Andrew Luck, that what that that answer was no. But there's other cases where that answer would be yes. And I guess for him it was just not worth it anymore. So do you think he'll be back? Or do you think this do is it? Do I think it? Andrew Luck will be back? Yeah, do you think this is it? Probably not. Really? I, I, honestly, I, I would be shocked if he comes back because I don't think you make this decision like this if you're planning on coming back. No. I don't, don't. think so. I could There's see no him, point. I could see him maybe coming to the team and helping as like a quarterback coach or something. <laughs> maybe. That, man. But other than that, no. Quarterback gone quarterback coach. Why not? Maybe he'll join the XFL. <laughs> Come play for the Dallas Renegades, oh Andrew Luck. <laughs> I mean. If he's leaving the NFL, I doubt he'd go to the XFL. Arena Football I mean, League? <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah? I mean, would it be worth his time if he's not? If he doesn't want to play in the NFL, why would you want to play in any other league? Just saying. I don't know. The new developing story is going to be figuring out what he's going to do with the rest of his life after this. That'll be interesting to see. I'm like, not... like, is he going to be like, I don't know what he wants to do. I mean, I don't know what he went to school for. What did he major in? I mean. I don't know either. <laughs> I just know he went to Highland Park. Uh, maybe. What? I'm pretty sure, right? He went to Highland Park. He went to Stratford High School. Oh, no. Never mind. I'm thinking Matthew Stafford. Sorry. I'm a dummy. Have you been thinking about Matthew Stafford this whole time? No. Okay. I didn't think I so. Just, I just said it. I see. Yeah. He went, to, he went to Stratford High School and then Stanford. Yeah. I know he went to Stanford. Yeah, he went to Stanford, lit it up for, yeah, them, for the what's Cardinal. What's funny is one of my friends followed him all of college, and that's how I knew about him before he came out of college. That's how I knew about Andrew Luck. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. It's kind of surprising. It's like He's like a literal Andrew Luck fanatic, and I asked him, like, hey, are we going to do I don't get how anybody is. Well, I mean, I was never high on the kid. Well, I, great, I get he's great. I get it. He's good. But do you i mean there's gonna be some people that are saying well he should be a hall of famer no way well don't since even, he left early no d- no 
Oh. If he had kept going. No, he still wouldn't have been. Don't get that. It depends on. But I think he was a. He wasn't going to win a Super Bowl. He wasn't going to win a Super Bowl. Got to win a Super Bowl to at least be considered. I I believe. That's the only. I mean, seriously. I mean, not many teams out of the AFC have been able to make it to the AFC championship. So he's one of the few, but I would not put him in the Hall of Fame for that. He hasn't done enough. He got waxed in the championship. True. 49 just, to 7 or whatever oh, it was. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's deflate, just, no deflated balls are going to save you. <laughs> it's just strange. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> that that didn't help this case. The fact that he still got he still got swamped and he, he couldn't even win. I mean, come on now. I mean, the fact that he's got a big arm. He could, I still he, could throw, he could throw a deflated ball. Oh, yeah. Anyone can. I, I, I I just, throw a we're not going to get into the deflation but I still think that I still think that whole situation is a load of baloney, so... All right. That's I mean, Creighton. I mean, if you if you say so, but I mean, I I I don't think that those balls are deflated on purpose. Any last points on Andrew Luck, Kyle? He was a good quarterback. He was a good quarterback. I wouldn't go great, but it shows you the beautiful violence that is football. You know, it really does. And I think a, a great developing story will be like, where is he now in ten years? We'll see. Maybe Andrew Luck could be your lawyer or your Plumber or something like that. <laughs> you know? Maybe you could, but it's it's sad though, and I feel I feel bad for him and his family and everything that he had to give it up and he lost the love of the game. Because I don't wish that on anybody, but it is what it is, and that was one of the weirdest retirements I've ever seen. Besides yeah. the halftime one, it was so, a strange time. Uh, we'll see what else the NFL. Oh, the halftime bring, one. Was we'll, a, yeah, we'll see what the, the NFL story. brings to us this year. They sure do know how to put some storylines in it. But anyways. Y'all know you can find UT Radio on the new Radio FX app, designed exclusively exclusively for college radio stations. Do you have, do you have the Radio FX app? Yeah. No, you don't. The, what? What do you the mean free app don't... allows you to check your calendar, vote on station <laughs> polls, and comment on the cool things you're hearing from your favorite stations. Radio FX is free for iPhone and Android, so download it today. I'm talking to you, Michael Cole. You better download it. I did. Did you? No. <laughs> All right, up next, we are sticking with football. We're going to talk Zeke here on the hot seat. You're listening to utaradio.com. In- Welcome back to the hot seat here on utaradio.com, my heart radio, radio effects, Facebook Live, Twitch, tune to YouTube, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Vimeo, Acorn TV, Crackle. <laughs> just kidding. Whatever's out there, you know. Um, man, it's good to be back. I just got to keep saying it. it's already 630, however. Wait, what? It's already what? Yeah, thirty minutes past the hour. Where'd the time go? What? Where'd those first thirty minutes go? Yeah, you're getting older each day. Each second. Each second. Each you're minute. right. Each minute. Jeez. Don't, uh, don't, don't speed things up, Grayton. You're gonna make me sad. <laughs> I'll tell you who does does need to speed things up. Ezekiel Elliott oh, for the man. Dallas Cowboys. That's who needs to speed things What's up. What's he doing? Oh, you tell me. So. We haven't got to cover any of this, so we're going to break it all oh, yeah. down, Micah. Um, we're about to, though. Yeah, a lot, you'll, you'll see it in the show for a lot. We're, we're going to try to cover a lot of the summer stuff, too. Uh, things that kind of like happened in the summer that are going on now, uh, just because we missed it. So, Zeke. Where to begin with Ezekiel Elliott? Man's got two years on his contract left. He wants an extension. Already. Already, because he believes he is worth the money, and... The Cowboys did offer him a contract that was just that had put him second below Todd Gurley. Zeke said nope, and now the Jones have said the Joneses. If you want to, I guess that's how you would say it. 
have said that they have the talks have stalled because there's no there's no chatter going on. He said usually when you start to hear things and chatter, you know something's getting close, and they haven't. So and Zeke has come out and said things like you know Emmett Smith, I you know was a cowboy, loved to be a cowboy, but um he went to another team. So I'm like oh boy, what does that mean? And just just cryptic things like that. And here we are, new contract. I. I honestly, I was talking about this last night. I don't know where they go. I mean, I think that they're going to get it done, but man, he's not making it easy. What are your thoughts on this? Just this whole situation. Look, you've brought it up to me a couple of times before, and Todd Gurley is not worth the contract that he was given. Yeah. And I think I can fully get on board with that because, to be honest, it is what it is. He's just not. For the record. Like Todd Gurley's is sixty million total, forty five guaranteed. Continue. Man, that's insane. Yeah. But and how many years is that? Four. Yeah. Okay, that's a four year. Man, <laughs> he didn't deserve that much. And I think they were right to give Ezekiel Elliott what they offered him. And that's going off the assumption of what he, Todd Gurley, probably should be getting paid. <laughs> Let's be honest. So it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. So essentially. Todd Gurley kind of set a bad vibe, and now it's kind of costing everybody else because now everyone wants to get paid this. And then <laughs> Carson Wentz got this massive contract. It was like $35 million a year. <laughs> and now Dak Prescott wants $40 because he thinks he's apparently better. Hold, so, hold on to Dak Prescott. Keep going with Zeke. But No, no, that was just kind of proof. Oh, I see what you're like saying. Like a little bit to go okay. further. But Zeke, he's a great player. Don't underestimate that. He may even be the best running back in the league. He's up there. So, but is he is he worth more than what Todd Gurley's making? No, but no. he's Todd Gurley's not worth what Todd Gurley's making. Correct. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, that's if he the was issue. if he was the value of what that's he probably should be, then yes, he should get paid more than Todd Gurley. But in this particular case, no. All right. So they're not rolling to the contract I think that they gave him. I think he's just offended because it's like, oh, Todd Gurley's making this much. I should make this much too. Yeah, as they say, so, the last one to get paid is the highest to get paid. Do you think yeah. Zeke, if he's not on this team? Two questions. Does Zeke miss regular season games? I'm not sure yet. I think what? eventually he'll get it, a deal done. Do you think he's going to miss week one? Or do you think there will be a deal I done before that? I think it's very much possible that he could miss week one. But oh, knowing how things go, it yeah. is very, very possible that he'll be back by week one. Because they always find a way okay, to get two. stuff done. Two. Can we win a Super Bowl without Zeke? This is the year. Ooh. Can we win without Zeke? That's going to be hard to do. Uh, so but, no? Or Yes. With the defense that we have, can you win without Zeke? I think it's possible because the offensive line is top notch still. If if Zeke's not there, so good. If Zeke's not there, do you think you can win the Super Bowl? Yes, I think that you can. There you Uh, go. Because you still have the defense. You have a legendary defense and the backfield, and you have a a really good offensive line. I'm sure somebody else could step in. It might just take a little bit of time for him to develop and learn what the schemes of the offensive line. But I think he can win without him. <laughs> we'll just have to see. I think they will get a deal done eventually, rather it be before week one or not. That I can't tell you right now because I don't know. I don't know. I think I think they will get a deal before week one. Uh, when I say I don't know what they're going to do, that's because I'm not in the room, so I don't know how they're going to negotiate this contract. But I do believe, and it's always shown, Jerry Jones knows how to work the cap. He's done it for almost every player we've had. We don't. There's not a lot of times that we you know, miss out on somebody 
due to you know basic cap issues. We always find a way to almost put everybody under the cap. We're just he's just really good at it. So I do think that he will get a contract uh, negotiated and signed before the first week. But would it surprise me if he misses the first week? No. Like I would. I'm not not going to seriously 100. percent um, Do I believe they're going to get a contract done? I just think they're going to. But it wouldn't. It I wouldn't be surprised at all. But I gotta tell you, I'm exactly with you on this. I mean, this is this is just bad for the league in a sense that they gave the Rams gave Todd Gurley. I'm just gonna call it Todd Gurley money. It's the best way to put it because he doesn't. He no running back deserves it. Okay, they're just there's not enough to me the running back. There's just not enough lifespan at the position. Okay, you don't. You, you have seen that you don't need a incredibly gifted running back to win games in a Super Bowl. You just need a really, you just need a good one. You know, you don't need this crazy one. And I believe that Dak Prescott is way better than people give him credit for. And if I had to pick between him or Zeke, I don't think that we could win with any of our other quarterbacks, even with Zeke oh, no. in the lineup. No, way I no, put it, no. when I look at it like that, and I'm like, Cooper Rush is kind of iffy. Yeah, like, Cooper Rush and White. Yeah, the man. I with, don't know if I Cooper Rush, one the man with two last names. Honestly, we <laughs> what we need more than anything is a backup quarterback. Because if something happens, yeah, we're, we've been needing a backup quarterback for we're as long as I've been alive. Yeah, yeah, we never have one. And the only time we kind of did was when Romo was backup. <laughs> I guess essentially. <laughs> to, Sure. No, that worked out. Yeah, I know. And then he, and then we all know how karma comes back to you. Anyways, <laughs> so, um, but that's how I that's how I was looking at it the other day. I said, okay, if I take this team, if I take this team, and I put Zeke on it, but I put Cooper Rush at the quarterback position with Amari Cooper and the defense we have. Do I feel that the Cowboys would even make it to the playoffs. I think they'd have a very hard time making it to the playoffs. Now, it'd be really hard. If I take Dak Prescott and I'm sticking, let's say, at Alfred Morris, that's fine. That would probably work out okay. And we had all the players. had a history of doing well. He's good. And and he's not on the caliber that he was way back, but he's still uh, just as, he's as quality as a quarter, I mean, as a running back, as, as you could probably find on that tier. And if we put him in that position with Dak and the offense and the defense, I, I'm more than confident this team could make it to the to the playoffs and possibly to the Super Bowl. But I would be, I if it were me, I would just feel almost a hundred percent if they got if they got the deal done before the first game, I I would feel so calm. This would be the best team the Cowboys have had in, in a, quite some time, and they would be heavy favorites, I think, to come out of the NFC. You saw it the other day against Houston without Zeke on a preseason night. Not even, I mean, playing the first stringers for a bit and then the rest of their depth chart, they kicked their butt. They kicked so, their t- that's how That's how you know that Dak can go in without Zeke and not have an issue. Like, he can run the offense. He knows how to do that. So my point, the yeah. only criticism I have with Dak Prescott is maybe his long range throwing, but that's something that can be developed uh, over yeah, time. Yeah, it's not as bad can, as people give it credit. Well, yeah, as I know. I'm just say, saying though. that like it, it needs to get better. Yeah, but it's something that can be developed over time. So that's why I'm not going to dog on him too much because his first year he worked out well. A lot of short passes, first down every time. 
I don't know so why everyone's like, opposed to the dink and dack. It works. It wins games. What's the big deal? If you win, it's like it's a it's call like, it's like, offense, but you're still winning. It's like Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona. If the air raid offense works and you're throwing it down the field a hundred times and you somehow win games, why does it matter? It's like old. It's like baseball. <laughs> they think old school. You know. It's like, and I think that, but I do think in order to win the Super Bowl, we are gonna have to have. Zeke on the team, but I do think we are better off uh, with you know without Zeke compared to Dak for the to get into the playoffs. I think that way. But this 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 has got to come to an end. We've got to figure out a deal. Someone's got um, to start, you know, moving. Yeah, and but the thing is, we got franchise tags the two years we can extend. I mean, we have a lot of we have a lot of options, but I don't know what they're gonna do. I and I'm glad I'm not in the position, but. I don't know if I'm necessarily happy about. I just can't believe Zeke's doing this now. I would just wait a year. Like Aaron, this is what Aaron Donald basically did this. You know, waited, played into his contract, and then then he got the new contract, and then he played into another new one. Yeah, no, he earned it. So I I just think Zeke should do that. Zeke's gonna get paid eventually. I don't know why you need to hold that. I mean, you now. have two years so, left. On if contract. I was Jerry Jones, if I was Jerry Jones, I'd just say, hey, we're gonna take care of you. Don't worry. Just give us one more year, and then we'll figure well, it out. Because yeah, he still has two years left. He has security right now. Yeah, he's okay. I would, I don't, I he's gonna get his contract. I believe that. I just think he needs to lay off the brakes and let's just hold this off. Let's just play football. Because this is a year where you could potentially win a championship with this team. I hope so. I really think it's a. I there's a chance. Hope for it. so. But you know, the only thing that keeps me skeptical, there's only one thing, because every other year. The Cowboys missed the playoffs, no matter what. For some weird reason. It's been that trend. So uh, I'm just going to stay skeptical. Because every year I stay skeptical, they do something good. So it's like... Are you suggesting we'll miss the playoffs? I'm not going to say that right now. But I'm just going to stay skeptical. So I'm not, I'm not going to be too high on this team. I'm not going to be too low. I mean... I just... I just know how this works. I just can't believe. I know how this team works. I just can't believe in this position. I mean, I just well, would. Zeke just needs to play. If you were me, and then we'll and then we'll worry about next well, yeah, year. Yeah, because like everyone's on the hype train right now. So it's like, okay, now there's. Is there any chance before we get out of this They're, segment? Is there any chance you see him walking to another team at the end of the Dak contract? Prescott or no, Zach, no, no. Dak, Dak's not part of this conversation. I was just oh, Dak, I was just saying on a, on a valuable scale why we shouldn't be offering Zeke a contract right now. But we are I going to. As of right now. So do you, no, do you see Zeke walking? I think he's just trying to scare people to think that he'll leave. But he's just trying to get his money. Which I'm all for, I'm but not, I would wait one more I'm year. Not, I'm, not, I'm not too concerned about it yet. I don't know I'm, how they're going to. I'm not on a level yeah. where I should be scared, so to speak. I don't know how they're going to do it, but Jerry Jones has proven time after time after time that he, he can get it done. And let's not forget that Jerry Jones... Stood by Zeke every time either law enforcement or the NFL came down on him. Either it was during the suspension or the other times he was fighting it. The May, I mean, the May incident at EDC. Jerry Jones has always defended Zeke and has never gone against his running back. So if you were, to, if 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 I was Jerry Jones, I'd say, hey, I had your back. Now it's time to have my back. Yeah, you know, that's what I'd say. I agree with you, Curtin. Any last points before now, we get out of here? Before we get out of here, yeah. there's one thing about the comments that were made about Zeke. Yeah. Who's that? 
How do you feel I about that? I thought it was great. I was just laughing. I thought it's it was, all fun and games. I think it was he fun and games. He just over. took it it's the wrong way. It's not a big deal. I think he took it the wrong way. I he oh he definitely took it the wrong way. I don't think it's an issue. It's fine. He was just poking fun. And hey, you got a problem with it? Get back on the field and show us who you are. That's all I gotta say. I know, right? You know, it's not that big of a deal. Um, I think when it when those comments were directed at him, the way that he intended for it to go is like, well, I think are Jerry, you trying are you trying to point at the the contract issues? Because it's like, what are you talking about? I think that's what he meant. Yeah, I mean, I so, just think that, I don't think I, it was intended but know, directly. But I know at Jerry. Zeke. I know Jerry didn't just accidentally say that. He meant to say. Yeah. He was, you know. So. Yeah, of course. I mean, I just wanted to get your take on that real quick. All I got. I mean, they're they're running. Their backup running backs aren't bad, if you ask me. I mean, they're doing just fine. Yeah. No. No. Don't. I'm not worried about their backup running backs. I'm just worried about our backup quarterbacks if it gets to that situation. But we'll. That's, well, that's we can another talk. Yeah, we can talk Dak later. But you know, it's like Zeke indirectly affects Dak, and Dak in the indirectly affects Zeke. I just think they should go together. It's but, like saying the backup quarterback for Tom Brady, like who's behind him. It. <laughs> It was going to be Garoppolo, but... Okay, we're not getting into that yet. We'll worry about that that later. We'll worry about that later. Let's move on. Let's move on. But, you know, the season starts, what, next week, correct? Two Uh, weeks? Is it next week or the week after? I think it's not this weekend. It's the one after. Anyways, I'm going to be looking forward to your predictions. predictions I'll be looking forward to your predictions on that. But up next, we will be discussing the NBA. We missed a lot this summer, but we are going to hit it on the head right here on the hot seat. Kawhi Leonard, AD to the Lakers, Kawhi to the Clippers, KD to the Brooklyn Nets. Some would say the balances are restored. We're going to get into that all in the hot seat. You're listening to utaradio.com. Welcome back to the hot seat here on utaradio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, Facebook Live, Twitch, YouTube, SoundCloud, whatever else. My name is Micah Cole, alongside the great co-host, Creighton Branch. How you doing, Creighton? I'm doing I'm doing good once again. Do you feel you feel older? Do you feel 23? Do you feel 23? I feel as young as can be. Huh. Are you really? Yeah. Huh. You're actually the oldest one out of all our friends. That's kind of funny, actually. I think it's great. <laughs> I don't think there's a problem. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. I'll be the big man around here. That's all right. <laughs> Gotta watch out for y'all, man. What can I say? Thanks. That's all, that's all I got. I'll say. watch out for you, Creighton. Don't worry. I do it all the time. Even oh, when you're not Micah, watching. Micah, Micah, Micah. All right, getting right into this segment. <laughs> College football is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a long wait, but we are here. And so are the hot takes of the AM Aggies from <laughs> Micah Cole. <sighs> that's starting again. Anyways. <laughs> so, Micah, as we love to do here, I need to know what your, we're going to go ahead and do it, your college football playoff predictions are the championship and the champions. We are diving into this because, well, technically, you know, it really started last week with Miami, but we weren't here. So, we're doing it now. This is the first, I would say this is the first official week because everyone's playing. I want to hear it, Micah. Who do you got? All right, so let's start from the top to bottom. Well, or bottom to top, actually. No, no, no. Do top to bottom. No, nah, because I, think... I want to go four to one. Well, actually, but actually, yeah, one... let's start at the top because yeah. one and two are pretty obvious. Everyone knows my number one and two, so I guess that would be, make more sense. Number one, got to go with Trevor Lawrence and the Clemson Tigers. I can't think of another team that 
has destroyed Alabama like they did last year in the national championship. I enjoyed every moment of that game because I hate Alabama to death. I hate. To, I mean, I have a lot of respect for them, but I hate them. I hate them. They're just like most of the college football world. So that was great. Number two, obvious, Alabama. <laughs> Number three. That sounded funny. That's they're, all you got to say about Alabama. You're not going to do anything else. Okay. They have. <laughs> That's a great fine. Co- I'm just they saying. Have, you don't have. But to. come on. They're a great. Team. What? They're a great team, as always. They will be up there. <laughs> they will be in the playoff because this is the Alabama Invitational, guys. Yeah, no. You know, come on. Let's have some common sense here. The committee will pick them to get in, even if they lose two freaking games. Probably. I, I, I'm going to bet that they're going to be the first team that gets in and two freaking losses. That's coming. Just because it's, just coming. Because it's the Alabama Invitational, as me and you like to call it. But number three. Who's your number three? And I think you're going to like this one, Creighton. I got Texas in there. Whoa, at number three? I got Texas at number three. I'm afraid to know what number four is. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Why Texas? Well, I like their defense, and I like Sam Ellinger. I like his development over the last few years, or over last year particularly. He's improved so much. Yeah, freshman to sophomore like, year was amazing. That was a huge jump, and I, th- and I think Tom Herman has the guts to pull this one out. He's one of the best coaches in college football, and I think he's ready to take this program to where it should be in the college football playoff. Number four. <laughs> it's not what you think, Kyle. I actually have Ohio State at number four. Who are you talking to? Because, or, okay, I'm going to tell you the story real quick. Because you probably already know. I posted no, a Facebook post I out don't there. know. Oh! You Correct. were serious. You were serious. No, I was not serious. That was more of heartfelt picks. I'm going Ohio State at four. Micah picked A&M in his Facebook post. He said, I think this is the year. I think this team is the best. Or has the, well, it's the best team A&M's had in a long I'm gonna time. I'm going to go through this. So you. you're going Ohio State. Correct. I'm going to go Ohio State. And here's why. Here's five, what, well, what's five and six, then? You're, you're leaving Georgia out, aren't you? Wow. Yes. I, I do not think there will be two teams to get in. If you don't win your conference championship, I don't think you should be able to get All in. Right. I'm just going to go and Ask say UCF that. Ask right UCF that. Well, I mean, yeah, they did win their conference <laughs> championship. Just but who was on the schedule? <laughs> I just kidding. Oh, we're not doing this. Can, go, 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 go. One top go, twenty-five go. team last go. year, and don't, that's it. Don't. And one don't. power five. You defended them. Go. Keep going. That was a couple years ago, not last year. I had no defense Keep for them last year. Keep going. We're not talking this. Okay. But so, Georgia number five. Okay. And number six, Michigan. Really? Okay. Yes. All right. I think break, those are your teams. Break down the Ohio State one for me. Why? Why Ohio State? I just like their offense. They, they're going to be so good this year. I really do think so. And their defense going to be pretty, pretty legit. And that's why they were ranked so high. Yeah, they're, ranked, mean, yeah, they're good. They're, they're number four, I believe. Am I mistaken? It's number four, right? Did yeah. I lose my marbles? No, no, no. Okay. You're, no you're right. I was okay, like, so, that's okay. And I definitely four. buy into that. I'm all bought into that. So there's your four. Here's my college football playoff. So Texas plays okay, Alabama. Okay, hold on. Yeah, so who's your championship? Well, actually, let's go ahead and do the obvious. I'm going to take Clemson over Ohio State. Oh, okay. Because Clemson's – how can you bet against Trevor Lawrence? Ohio State's five, by the way. Okay. Continue. I think this year we'll break the chain of bad first-round semifinals. I think Whoa. we're going to get a great 2-3 this year. I think Texas will get the upset. Really? To go to the national championship game. Okay, who's your champion, Cod? This is it right here. Double time champion, give me Clemson. Ah, you're going Clemson. Trevor Lawrence, back to back, huh? You think but, Trevor Lawrence wins the Heisman? Yeah, I okay. think he will again. I don't think it's a debate. 
at this point. Unless okay. if he gets hurt, that's the only way he won't win it. And even then, he might still win it. He's that good. Okay. He's that good. But Texas is going to be really good this year. If they don't win it this year, they're going to have a really solid shot next year. You think? Yeah. I think we're going to – we might see two parts to this Texas-Clemson series. I I, I I don't know. Anyway. But we'll see. I got Texas and Clemson in the final. All right, here's my number one. The Clemson Tigers, obviously. I just think this team is so well-rounded. Even though they lost a ton on defense, I think the guys behind them are not just as good, but they are they are close to that, and they're going to be just fine. And obviously we know what the offense has to bring between running backs and wide receivers and obviously quarterbacks, you know, Trevor Lawrence. Travis Etienne, I mean, all those guys. It's going to be hard to stop them. And they, they play a pretty okay schedule this year. So, like, they're going to – I could see them winning all games. They're not going to have a tough time. And if they had to face – which Pittsburgh will probably be better this year, obviously. But if they got to face Pittsburgh again, the ACC championship, <laughs> it's not going to be that tough. No. Number two. I'm going Georgia at number two. Okay. I respect that. I think Georgia's got a lot with Jake Fromm coming back. I think Kirby knows how to really, really, really recruit. I think he's got the right players. Whether you like it or not, I think they're going to be on a little revenge tour in a sense of that Texas embarrassed them. However you want to say it. Yeah, they're playing Last, each other again this year. No, 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 not for no, a while. really? No, I'm just saying that. Oh, because that was a bowl game. I yeah, Texas, and, Texas embarrassed them in the bowl game. And, they, you know, and it, it, I think they're going to be out to prove a point that that's not who they are. So I'm going to put Georgia at two. And I will say about Georgia, they're a very good team as well. Like, it was hard oh, to leave great. them out. It was hard to leave them out. It's just, it's hard for me because I, I don't know what the committee thinks, but I'm going to go based on what I know. Yeah. And what they should be looking at. Is the conference championship. If you think you're going to win the conference championship, by all means, put them in. I just think the way that Alabama got in a couple of years ago was yeah. kind of cheesy. But no, I get it. at the same time, I understand it because you were looking for the four best teams, in a sense. Or at least I'm guessing that's what they were looking for. So one, Not I got, the four most deserving you know, teams. One, I got Clemson. Two, I got Georgia. Three. Number three, the Texas Longhorns. Putting them in at number three. Fair enough. I thought last year would would be the year that we make uh, the college football playoff. I thought they certainly they made did. a run. For I thought it. they would make it, and they got they. I mean, they got close at times. They got ranked to six at one point in the season, but you know they ended at nine. Sugar Bowl win. I just and think I that think some, that was the right call. Yeah, and and Tom Herman's got a thing with third years, and he's such a good coach, as you can see. And he's I think he's recruited just as well as anybody in the nation. Didn't Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, or close to it. What? I think they had three five stars this year, right? What do you mean? Texas. Coming in? Yeah, coming in. Yeah, they got because they got flipped. Yeah. They weren't five stars before, but like Jordan Whittington became a five star. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, cool. so they had a couple guys. And um, so I got Texas at three. I think they're going to make a big jump. They lost four games last year. I can only see them losing one game and maybe not even. I mean, the LSU game is really the only one I'm looking at. I don't, I'm don't. i not worried about OU. I don't LSU think will be a fun game. Yeah, that's going to be a fun weekend. That could that's a must-watch TV. I don't. I don't. I don't think OU is going to be that much of a of a hassle no, I for want to these talk guys. To you about Hold on. Before we get out of segment. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not there. Okay. Okay. And then my fourth pick, coming in last, I'm picking Ohio State, and I'm leaving Alabama out of the Alabama Invitational 
Shake my hand. For the first time. Finally. I'm doing it. Finally. Thank you. You can call Thank it, you. Call it heart and call it head. I'm just looking. Thank I could you. very well be wrong. Maybe I will end up wrong. But I just I just got this feeling. Uh the game that Ohio State is gonna have to play Michigan, that's gonna be tough. But I just think this is I mean, there's a, the SEC's gotten a little bit better and I could see Alabama slipping up a couple times, and they have some injuries now. I just think this is the this is going to be the year. I think this is going to be the year they finally get out. So I got Clemson one, Georgia two, Texas three, and Ohio State four. Clemson, I think, is going to steamroll Ohio State, <laughs> and then in a not close game in the semifinal. Yeah, no. Georgia and. Texas in rematch. a rematch. That would be for something. all the marbles to go to the championship, and I am picking Texas in a close one. Good. So we're so I got Clemson page. and Texas in the championship. And I thought about this long and hard, and I think the only person to contend Trevor Lawrence for Heisman will be Sam Ellinger when it's all said and done. I think so too. That, but I could... think this kid Trevor Lawrence is just on another level. I just think he's too good, man. So I'm picking the Clemson Tigers to win it all this season. I just can't see anybody beating them. So we had the same this final. Is, yeah, this is the year. Um, Trevor Lawrence is going to go. <laughs> that Trevor Lawrence just, he already did, but the season to that upper echelon of all-time great players. I think Clemson has kind of found its way to the Alabama side where it's all Clemson all the time. We're talking about these are the recruits. You know, you saw it the past couple of years. And it it kind of went back and forth, but I think this is the year or the second year, that Clemson is just so dominant. We don't usually say that. Usually it's a back-and-forth thing between Alabama and Clemson. I think Clemson's now becoming going to become dominant. And I got them winning it all, Micah. That's who I got. All right, before we get out of the segment, what do you want to talk about? Well, it's right over time. Surprisingly, I think in the Big 12, there's going to be a surprising contender this year. What, Iowa State? I think Ohio, or Iowa State, excuse me. Really? I was about to say Ohio State, but they're in the Big 10. I think Iowa State's going to compete in there. They might be able to sneak past Oklahoma. They might. I'm not not going to fault you for that. That home home field advantage is unreal. That team is is, unreal. uh, Yeah, is underrated, and they're going to be a sleeper. That team's going to be good. Them and Oklahoma State. I mean, I wouldn't look past those two. Um, I really would. Iowa State was really close to making it last year. Yeah, they sure were. They were right there. They were on the fence. They They were were just right there. And just just for fun, because you know, we're going to be covering the Big 12 championship. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think will face off against Texas in the com- in the conference championship? Oh, you. I'm going to You think it'll be yeah. you? Until someone I, be- gonna, until someone beats them. I think I'm going to take Iowa State. Oh, he's taking I'm Iowa State. Iowa okay. State. Well, I'll remember that. Gonna... All right, just for fun, just for fun. Where does A&M end up at the end of the year record-wise? I think they'll be 10 and 2. They're going to be really good Louise, this year. We're getting out of this one. All right. Coming up next, Micah. It was the summer we missed a lot, but I want to know your top 3 Greatest summer moments in sports. I'm curious to hear what you got because I bet yours is different than mine. That's coming up here on the hot seat. You're listening to utaradio.com. Welcome back to the hot seat here on UTA Radio, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, streaming on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, also on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. My name is Creighton Branch, the man next to me, Micah Caw Cole. The Aggie lover, for some reason. Sorry. I'm sorry you take such great offense. That's on you, bro, not me. No, sorry you take such great offense to that. <laughs> Whatever. It's okay. Texas is going to do great this year, right? Better than y'all. Better than A&M. So, 
But I'm not going to say anything on your birthday. It's Micah's birthday, twenty-third. Happy birthday, Micah, for those just tuning in. We are nine minutes past the second hour here. It's going fast. Where is it going? And Micah, there's been a lot that's happened this summer. But as always on our greatest of segment, we have to narrow down all our choices to three. So I want to know, Micah Cole, what were your three best sports moments this summer that you saw? Well, I have three good ones, actually. I would hope you do. Number three. Seeing Roger win Wimbledon. Come yeah, on, man. That is a how can you How can you not enjoy when Roger Federer, especially at his age, still able to go out there and compete? The like, he's a young tennis. Like, he's just finding ways to win all the time. It's so phenomenal to watch. You'll, like, ne- you'll never mm-hmm. see anybody, especially for his age, play this long and still be able to win titles at a consistent rate. You won't ever see uh, a span of tennis like you like you have from Novak, Rafa, and Roger. I just don't it's, ever believe you'll ever see anybody do this again. And especially for These as long all, as they've all played. Oh, I know. And Ro- I mean, and, no, and Novak's it not even feels super like, old. It almost feels like they're all going to go to 60 or something. Like, seriously. Yeah, for real. They mean, keep themselves in such great shape. Oh, it's incredible. It's the golden age of tennis. I mean, these these athletes are phenomenal. You know how I feel about Rafa. Everybody listens, listens to the show knows how I feel about Rafa. Yeah. I mean, it makes Andy Murray look like a you-know-what. But that's not the point. Wow. Continue. And Andy's trying to make a comeback. But Continue. He pulled out of the U.S. Open. Yeah, but... he did. Okay, number two. And I can't leave this one off. It's the girls winning the World Cup. This summer. Oh, that's two for you? Yeah. Okay. And I will say this. I, I enjoyed watching that whole team play. Yeah. I enjoyed watching that whole team. I love the game of soccer so much. Like, it's so great. I wish more people liked it. But you're going to understand in a second why I chose this as number one. Number one, it happened during the NBA draft. The number one draft choice. Oh, my God. Zion Williamson. I've never even talked to you about this. You're going to laugh. Anyways, I love Zion Williamson being drafted at number one. He's such a phenomenal player. I loved watching him play last year. There's nothing like it last year. I really wish they would have won the championship. I really do. I do too. That that makes me sad every day. Just thinking, like every time I think about it, it just makes me sad. I'm just like, man, that guy should have a national championship. I wish he would have gone back for one more year with those guys. That would have been so much fun. All Seeing a year two with the dream trio. I agree. I would like to call it. Like RJ, the, Cam, the boys of Duke, as and, we call them here. And Zion. That was one of my favorite moments. It is just, the, yeah. shoot, they even went. That's a good number and, one, and Michael Cole. And That's Louisiana, a good number one. Louisiana, literally in New Orleans. They sat there at Popeye's and created a box just for him that on that day. Just to because <laughs> they knew he was going number one. Yeah, he was going number one. What was it? Like a six eight or like six foot it was eight inch wing, box no, it was, of it was chicken his, or it something? It was his wingspan. It was like seven foot. Yeah, it was like seven. Or, oh, it's wingspan? Yeah, okay. that's what it was. That's incredible, though. That's an incredible wingspan. <laughs> could you imagine getting that much chicken? At once? I mean, I, I could imagine. I could see still. you eating it. Call you ate the booms. No, the uh, the foul pole one time. That's true. That's a two-pound well, chicken on, tender at the Rangers ballpark for anybody that does not know. With fries, four dipping sauces, <laughs> and he had a, a, a drink on top of that. Did you eat a hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, One. anyways, um, okay, that's a good top three. Here's mine, number three. I I I wrestled 
where this should go. I wrestled where this should go. But I'm going to keep it three. I'm going to go based on how I felt in the moment. And I was like, whoa. Number three was a collective of things. The NBA moves. And I just realized that we switched this. We just switched the. I just, hold on. I just realized that we just switched the segments for the NBA. I just realized that I did too. So I, we see, are going. That's why. I, that's why I kind of looked at you funny and then realized like. What, I'm like, okay, I'm ready now. I mean, if you want to split, I them, read that's the fine. I read the rundown sheet wrong. <laughs> How about that? As long as you well, get to it, it's fine. That's <laughs> what we're gonna cover next. What? Wait. wait. <laughs> see, that's why I looked at you like, wait, we're doing the top three now. Like, what? that's why I just kind of looked at you funny, and like, because I was, I was, I was anticipating the other, because I heard NBA whenever we went on break, and oh. I'm. Just, that's oh, what I heard. That's oh, what the, I heard. No, no, we are right. I switched the uh, the college oh, football and the... Ooh, that's rough. Oh, well, that's okay. That's rough. Well... Because I, I also thought that was going to be later that, whenever I looked at the rundown, but I'm like, you know what? That's what, that's what makes the hot seat so good. Okay, we just anyway. go with whatever the hot topic is, <laughs> well, man. we're sticking with this. This is the fifth segment. So this it's is fine, This is right. Okay, um, cool. Okay, good. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay. That was a fun number entertainment th- there. Number three, number three was all the NBA moves. Hands down, all the NBA moves. There was a lot of good Between ones. Kawhi and KD and AD and all of that. I want to um, I want to ask you about that Kawhi thing. We will. In a second, we will. Next segment. Don't let me forget. Yeah, no, don't worry. I want to talk about that Kawhi thing. <laughs> I think that just that was so much fun this summer. I was up every day I, I, looking through Reddits and posts and Twitter and analysts and reporters of just all these players. Um what they were going to do, what the rumors were. And then the jump had a special on free agency where they had this button and they'd hit it and all the smoke and everything would go off every time there was a, a free agent move. And so it was just so much fun. It was one of the best NBA summers I've ever had, especially with the balance that happened. Number two, the NBA draft. I cannot believe you picked that because I didn't think that'd be in your top three. No, it definitely was. <laughs> the, the that NBA was easily draft, on the top of my mind. That was the first thing I was Two things. Of. Number one. Zion Williamson going number one. Did you see his speech after he was after he got drafted and he was talking about his mom and everything? Yeah. There's just someone I, I, he he has, he's so humble. Everybody How can wants you not him like this guy. I love I love the fact that he's going to get money, but everybody wants him to take all this money and do all these things and like you but know he doesn't care. He just wants to play, man, and he's he's such a good kid. Why do you think he wanted to go to college for he, a year? Yeah, dude, he's such a with he's, his well, friends. He had to go to college. Well, I know for he had year. to, but like, dude, he was so excited to play with Duke. I know and you he could would, just and see he, the excitement said, every time he went out to he play. He said he would go back if he could, but sometimes you, for the circumstances you have, you know, obviously you, you just, can't, you can't pass up on almost a hundred million dollars. Especially deals. after the shoe injury thing that happened, what? like I'm, I imagine that was a concern. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's been up the process. But anyways, watching him and in, in that interview, how much, how bad he wanted it, what he knew it meant to his family and him, and I mean, this kid, this kid, he just. He's just, that's the best part is he's just a kid. You know, he's not, he's not arrogant. He's never going to tell you that, you know, oh, I'm the best and da, 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 da. And he just, he just loves to play basketball. And I think that's why he, I think that is why you're going to see. And I tweeted this out um, that night that I don't think we need to compare him to anybody. I think that we are, this is the new generation athlete, Zion Williamson. He is going to pave a way for the new guys. And everyone talks about, Oh, you know, he can't really shoot well and this, and he can only dunk and everything. I think there's going to be a lot to his game that you don't even know is there yet. And on the defensive side, I mean, it, he's going to be phenomenal. I mean, he gives 101% on both sides of the court. doesn't matter how good he is or bad he is. But I think this kid runs rookie of the year. I think he is a possible... He 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 has gotten the New, the New Orleans Pelicans, I think, more excited 
for basketball than maybe Anthony Davis did. That's saying a lot when he got drafted. Because Anthony Davis was another level of talent, man. Oh, he, I and he still he is. And he still think, is. Think if it was Zion and Anthony Davis, man. So that would be some, That would be a pretty that, fun playoff watching, team too. Watching Zion get drafted in that speech, I was like, man, this kid is just unbelievable. I, it's so hard to root for him. Number two on that list at, uh, for the NBA draft, the other part that I love so much, at the sixth slot, Jarrett Culver from good old there Lubbock, Texas. Getting Man, drafted. That would have been cool if they won a national championship, though. I'll give you that. That would have been kind of fun. I would have preferred. I, I, I felt kind of sad. Win, I kind of felt sad whenever they lost. It was like they got close. I feel bad. But, but to to see a kid from just remembering how he you know he grew up and just watching his uh his uh what do you call it? his development and improvement from middle school to Coronado and high school and then tech and just. Just to see somebody do it finally at Lubbock, that's a legit caliber player, uh, was did, did so much, I think, for the city, and then obviously him, and he deserved it more than anybody. He's, he's such a good kid, too. That's what I loved about this draft class. There's not a single kid in this draft class that I think that is going to have a bad personality. These are all great kids, and that was one thing that stood out to me more than anything. So that was my number two, and my number one has to be the women winning the World Cup. I don't know how you could put it anywhere else. I guess you did. But I don't know how you could put it anywhere else. Sorry, I love there's, Zion getting drafted. No, Sorry. No, 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 that's fine. There's just, some, there's just something about it. I mean, all the, the what you work for, the, the team they put together, Jill Ellis submitting her place as the greatest coach, I think, in U.S. soccer history on each side. You know, Carly Lloyd, Alex Morgan, Megan Rapino. Cementing her legacy, all oh, these players, and, and then Carly and then the Lord new too. players between Mallory Pugh and Rose Lavelle, who was a straight up stud. Okay, uh, it was so much fun. Completely whooped everybody. I, if you ask me. Well, um, well, I guess we all know our favorite game. What do you think about that game against France? Oh, like, I did loved you expect it. them to win? Yes, I expect them to win every game. And Honestly, I, I think it every was time great. They, every time did. those girls get on the pitch, I expect them to win five to six to nothing. You know what's so. kind of funny is whenever they played France, there's so much trash talk that we were going to lose for so oh, long. Oh, that's so the thing. much, and that's trash. the thing is that that was what was so fun is I've had to hear for two straight years on the France side and the England side and the Brazil side and basically all the world that. This USA team is not going to be near as good. They're old. They're washed up. Or they're too. They're their benches. They're been. Their benches too young. They're not going to be able to do what it. That Jill matter? Ellis has lost her step. She doesn't know how to, how to coach anymore. The the rest of the world is caught up with the United States. No. Nope. How do you like it now? How do you two tie defending <laughs> and World honestly, Cup champions? I'm going to go ahead and say this. I think there was a little added motivation. Like, oh yeah. To, like a little added uh, seasoning to this because of the whole. We want to get equal pay situation. Oh yeah, I think that played a big role into this. They get paid a good amount. That came yeah, they get paid out good, but they should get paid about what the guys do because they did so much better. I'm, I'm all in favor. So I'm better. all in favor. If you're making the money, you should get paid the money. That's and all. It if, is. if you win, if you win, in this sense, World Cup championships, you should be making more money because yeah. the guys aren't doing that. Well, they couldn't I, even win the gold cup. I have to, uh, Although credit to them though, no, it no, no, took no, a no. lot to get there. The guys have a have. lot of work to do, but really I have do. to apologize to Thailand for being the martyr of the U.S. women's team's uh, anger. Someone had to get it taken out on, and I'm sorry that Thailand had to be the first team. I mean, that's all Poor, good. Thirteen nothing. Ah, uh, yikes! Oh, I still remember that game. I was just Heck sitting there yeah. like, my thumbs got Where tired. Where coming from? Th- it was literally three nothing at halftime. It's just is, like ten is, goals. Is <laughs> that what you said? Is that what you said? Yeah. Word for word. Like it was literally like in the last like I swear it was like the last ten minutes. I just kept seeing the ball go in all the time. I'm just like my goodness. It was a good my summer head was, though. Was going crazy. It was a good summer, and um, 
it's sad to say that next year we won't have a World Cup, you know, because because usually it goes, it always goes back to back men's women's, and we got to talk about that last summer, but it's the last one for two well, years. Actually, but there'll still be soccer because well, of the yeah. Olympics. I got they'll that. Be at the Olympics. It ain't the World Cup though. That's true, but you know, still competition. I'll enjoy that next summer. So at least there's that. It was a good summer indeed. Hey, did you know that UTA Radio is an iHeartRadio station? Now on our music app, you can travel with you on your phone or your laptop, wherever you are. You at least have the iHeartRadio music app downloaded, right, Kaw? Yeah, for sure. Okay, I, I so definitely have that one. We're good to go on that one. We're good to go. Well, just in case you don't, Mike. No, I do have it. Guys, I can download, actually show it to you. <laughs> you don't need it, I believe you. Download the iHeartRadio app and look for UTA Radio in the college tab. We're online all the time. Coming up next, I swear I won't forget it. We're talking NBA. Can't believe we did that. That's okay. Up next, for for a second time, KD, Kawhi, and AD, and all the moves and the balance of the NBA. That's up on the hot seat. Listen to utaradio.com. Welcome back to the hot seat here on utaradio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, and Facebook Live. I'm Micah Cole, alongside Creighton Branch, and this time let's actually talk about the move. I am not going to lie. I have no idea how I forgot about that. We've been doing this for a year, and I've never done that. Well, there's a first for everything, right, Well, that's why, that's why you're a co-host. You can take 50% of the blame here. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, we covered, the, we, covered the, we covered the sixth segment in segment four, so we got that out of the way. I mean, I guess you were itching to talk about college football pretty well, so... I love it. I'm still come on. Uh, college football is better than the NFL. I didn't even. Let's I wasn't honest. even looking at the rundown when I. I guess, I guess I was just thinking about. I don't know. I don't know. We're at it. Let's just say college football is better than the NFL. Sure, you could say that. I. I mean, it is. Your quick take on it. Yeah, better? yeah, yeah. It is. I just okay. think it's. Gonna, this is more hype. I'm just gonna laugh this when I. <laughs> I'm just gonna laugh when I rewind this and listen to this. Listen to this. Uh, this show, and we're gonna end up talking about the same thing twice because I thought we mixed up the thing. <laughs> no, we really did. Just send that in we for were... a demo reel. <laughs> see <laughs> see what they say about see if they notice. <sighs> Anyways, well, you know, if we ended up doing if we did talk about the same thing, I know we didn't, but you'd have to hear it twice. All right. That's fine. NBA moves. There was a lot. A lot of moves, a lot of a lot of power shifting. Okay, first Mike, I want to know what your biggest move was. And then I wanna oh, uh, whichever one you don't decide on. I want to know what you thought about the other two. Obviously, the the three big ones are AD to the Lakers, Kawhi to the Clippers, and Kyrie and Kevin Durant to the Brooklyn Nets. If you think there's anything else, I'm I'm free to hear about it. I, I'm good, so go for it. Man, I was conflicted between the Kevin Durant and Kawhi and the Kawhi. Eric, yeah, I was conflicted between those two, but I think it's definitely Kawhi because Kawhi. He just won Kawhi. 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 Oh, Kawhi. Are you are you trying to, wait wait hey did you just try to tell me it wasn't Kawhi? I was conflicted between the two because I mean let's be honest it's Kevin Durant what it's Kevin Durant mean? it's Kevin freaking Durant <laughs> the best player in the world and you're over here laughing that's not the wait wait, wait what are you talking about you just talk about Kawhi Leonard I said I was conflicted between the two oh I didn't oh, know which move was better oh I thought that's what I meant. Did you you misunderstood that, I'm man? I'm so co- I'm so confused. What are you talking about? No, I said I was conflicted you, between those two moves. We're, we're talking about the name of Kawhi Leonard, though. What do you mean? Oh, bro. Okay, continue. Now I'm confused. Now <laughs> I said I was just, conflicted between the Kawhi. Just finish. Just finish. And the Kevin Durant. Move. It's Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Kawhi. 
Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm freaking dyslexic. I don't know anything that's anymore. Not, that's nothing to do with it. That's nothing to do Oh. It's just a But now can I finish? Yes. It's the move to, to LA is ob- like for Kauai. Kauai. Uh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> There's two eyes, so that's confusing. There's one eye. Oh, stop it. You're killing yourself. Kauai. It's one eye. What are we talking I'm not even going to do the segment. Oh. Do we have to end this segment so you can keep laughing on break? <laughs> okay. Anyway. This is going to go on emergency break of the week oh. at your internship. Oh. I'm going to make sure to oh. send it in and make sure they put it on the e-break. Oh, i got to take my glasses off. You one. want me to? No, just continue. Come on, that'll be funny. So Kawhi Litter. Kawhi Litter to the Clippers. You're going with that. Yes, I think that's the best move. He just won an NBA championship with the Toronto uh, Raptors. And I think that makes it for the storybook. But see, the thing that makes this so great is nobody's mad about it. Yeah. Because he, he did what he needed to do. He won a championship for Toronto. Nobody's upset. All is cool. And I think that's great. Like, I think it just makes for a nice story. He rolls into where he wanted to be anyway after winning a championship for another city. I think it's the right move. What do you think about the other, what do you think about the other two? I think it's a good move. I think I think it was the right move to go to the Nets okay. for for Kevin Durant and AD and and Kawhi. Obviously. I mean, Ka- Ka- Kyrie Irving. Sorry, no, that one's good. That that one's okay. That one's okay. That so, was just a mistake. I, think, I yeah. think that's gonna be an interesting duo, though. I think, especially after this year, it, they'll be easily one of the front runners for a championship. And I, then obviously you got AD. What do you think about that move? I think it's a good move. LeBron Anthony Davis, but. How they're going to work on the court? No idea. Because I mean, uh, both ball dominant. I, I really don't know how he's going to handle being with that guy. But who knows? Maybe I, it'll work out great. Now I know that the, supposedly they signed Dwight Howard to an unofficial contract. I, honestly, that could be a good move yeah. if it works. It's a fi- if it works. Okay, yeah. I think um, it could be a good move because he does have a lot of talent. It's official. It's a one year, but it's not guaranteed. So he earns. Yes, four- that, that's so, just, so he, every it time is. he shows up to a game, he earns for fourteen grand. Okay. That's how it works. So yeah. Okay. That'll be interesting. It will be interesting if, if it works out. I think it's a really great move, and hopefully, for his sake, I hope I hope he takes the game a little more seriously because I know that they were saying like, oh, I haven't been taking this game seriously. I want to try and step it up. I'm just saying with because we know the talent he has. Oh yeah, there was, there was a we time where he was the best so big man good. in the game because yeah. he got to an NBA Finals. Yeah, with the Orlando Magic. Got hammered, I think a lot yeah. of people forget that actually they happened. They do. He's a great player. He knows exactly how to play this game. But if I, I think that it could turn out really well, though, for the Lakers, if that works out. Like, that could be an amazing trio. I could have, honestly, what I'm looking for this year is the Lakers and the Clippers in, this, in the conference finals. That'd be a lot of fun. That would be something else. I think it would be a lot of fun. I know it'd be weird because, I mean, they don't actually travel, but come on. Yeah. Why not? I think that'd be great. LA's good for this for sports. Especially basketball. Uh, LA, if basketball. you ask me, I think I think LA is the mecca of all basketball. I mean, obviously, I don't think it's New York, especially not anymore. No, so. Not the Knicks. When Nobody LA, wants to when go LA, there. Yeah, when LA's going, everything's going. So, my number one move is tough, man. I, I seriously was conflicted between the two. Uh, yeah, and I get hard. what you're saying. I mean, it's tough. Um, but I do think I'd probably have to say that the, the Kawhi Leonard move is probably the one for me that I think is the best move out of all of them, only because of 
what that team has to offer and the fact that he got Paul George to come with him because obviously that we saw that night it shifted the power of the NBA instantly. I mean the the books and the stats, I mean the uh, sorry, not the stats, the the odds, I mean just all just flipped everywhere. And so that was I think the best move and props to Kawhi, man. I was all over this for two weeks trying to figure out what this man was going to do. And at one point, I thought... Nobody I, knew, because yeah. he's like, if you talk, then I'm not going to your team. And I thought he was going to the Lakers. I thought he was going to Lakers for the longest time. I was on all I these sure. I was on all these forums with all these reporters and analysts, and I just kept thinking, I was like, this is going to happen. Then I saw the Toronto thing, and I was like, I don't think he's doing that. But then there was a shot there, and... At the last second, I still thought he was going to announce the Lakers, and all of a sudden, he went to the Clippers, and then I see that he took Paul George with them from Oklahoma City. Yeah, I was that like, was a... that's big. I said, I don't like Kawhi that much. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of him. I mean, obviously. I think he's a great player. I think though. he's a really he's good, talented player. I just, right I'm just not now. a big style, I mean, fan of his uh, style of play. But and big he... baller move by Kawhi to go and snag uh, Paul George. And I that put this out on Twitter that I think it's pretty interesting to me that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George both said no to the Kang in, in, in on the Lakers. Sorry, Los Angeles. I was going to say Los Angeles. They're both Los Angeles. On the Lakers. But they teamed up together in the same city that the Kang's in to face LeBron. <laughs> I think that makes for a great, it's a great story for the whole it's year. It's beautiful. So does that tell me people don't want to play with LeBron? I don't know. That's for you to you know decide. I don't, maybe they want to play against him. My next thought on on the other two, obviously, I think the AD trade, I mean, the AD signing is uh, phenomenal. I mean, it ended up being a signing, but I think this this is what makes the script a little bit more enticing. However, between the Clippers and the Lakers, yeah, and however, to me though, I just don't. I think that that's a great puzzle piece to have. It's what the Lakers needed, but there's just not a lot around them that I can see that are going to really contribute. I think they got some good pieces. They did great on scrambling after Kawhi said no. You know, Kawhi said no, and they did great on getting really uh, what, 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 the best of what was left out there. And so I think they're going to be great. I see them as a 4-5 or five seed. We'll get into seeding when, this, when the season comes Who, around. the Lakers or the Clippers? Lakers. Okay. Yeah, and four I, seed I, sounds... Yeah, I see about there. Right. And Where do you have the Clippers? Uh, probably at this point, two or one. I'm going to have to think about it. We'll get into that. Depends, uh, when it happens, cause... but um, no, you know, I I love the thing. I love the AD uh, move to the Lakers. I think it's where he wants to be. I think it's gonna be great to finally have the man who's not even twenty seven year, twenty eight, sorry, twenty eight years old yet. He's not even that old. Uh, be in La La Land. It's gonna be great for him. Great for his brand. Uh, and it's it's nice that he got out of New Orleans just because so they can have a younger team there with a new face, Zion, and just. It was starting to get a little old, I thought, for both sides. And then, obviously, the Kevin Durant-Kyrie Irving trade. Man, I love this for Kevin Durant. Because after all the flack he took for Golden State, which I still believe, we're about to get out of the segment, but which I still believe was a great move by Kevin Durant, because I always saw it as more than just a basketball move. I mean, basketball was great, but I always saw it as a business move. I've always told you that, too. A business move yeah, where, he, consistent could, about where that, he, so. saw, he saw guys like... LeBron James, who was in Miami at the time, be able to build his brand on such a populated area. And he could just see, I think he got so popular, Kevin Durant, that you just, you can't build a Nike brand in Oklahoma City. You just can't do it. You know, I don't care. I mean, it's just not a small, I mean, not a big enough market. So I think Golden Gold State, 
And I don't even think going to Boston would have worked, if you ask me, for Kevin Durant. I mean, it's a great yeah. tradition, um, rich town, but I don't think on a market Boston's scale. Boston's great, but... On a market scale, I know. And so... I think I think he fits perfectly. It was a tech... And, and, the, and the tech thing that said... The tech boom that's happening in that area, I think it was a great business move for Kevin Durant. So I'm not ever going to fault him for that. But this Brooklyn Nets thing is going to be great for Kevin, even, at, even coming off the injury. I think he's going to be one of the first guys to really show people that you can come back and be yourself from this injury because everybody's down him. And you saw when everybody doubted him in the playoffs, what did he do? He come back and dropped 11 on that court in the matter of no time. So it was, it, he was going to be on his way to dropping. He was going to be on his way to dropping 50 that and night. And honestly, I think there's a valuable case that he was the reason they even had a chance yeah. to win game five. So I think Kevin they, Durant, the move to Brooklyn just automatically like that, Shifts the power in New York. And it's New York not that is, I don't believe in yeah. what Golden State had left. I, th- yeah. I did, but they were just so banged yeah, up, they were banged man. Up. It, it was going to be tough. And the Kevin, the, they'll, Kevin they'll Durant, the Kevin Durant move shifts the power balance in New York to me. I think it's no longer like... I still think the Clippers are baby brother to the Lakers. I mean, they always will be the brand. But I think the, I think the Nets have officially taken over Gotham City. I... I no one's going to be thinking about the Nets anymore. Nobody cares. I mean, the Knicks, or, sorry. Nobody thinks about the Knicks anymore now. No, I mean, they got R.J. Nobody Barrett. Did That's great. Really before. Well, no one was thinking about the Nets more than the Knicks. It was still always the Knicks. And they got stooped. And here they are. The Nets are now running the show. And it's just it's just a, such a better fluid situation for Kevin. And he's going to be able to build his brand in New York. He loves New York. He loves North the Northeast. He's from Maryland. Um there was a time where he was thinking about going to Washington. Had they gotten their act together, they probably would have gotten him. But it was a great move. And then the Kyrie Irving on the same side. A lot of people don't think that's going to work out. I do because they're friends. And usually, like, you'll see with James Harden and Russell, friends somehow find a way to play together pretty all right. They never have an issue. So when Kevin Durant comes back, instant co- title contenders. And they got a lot of great shooting around them, I think. Will he be back this year? Do you think he'll play this year? Or that's tough, he's... man. I've thought about that's it gonna long be hard. and hard. I think they're going to say, I think don't if worry he didn't it. come back and play, it would have been I think, different. Yeah, I think they're going to say, well, yeah, but, I don't I think I mean, come would, on. So. You're fighting for a championship. Why would you not try to come back? Uh, for I the under, sake I under... of losing a year next this year? That's why. Yeah, that's true. But, but I don't think, I th- but he always said it was his decision. You know, he's come out and said it wasn't anybody's fault. So I'm going to take him at his word. But I think they're going to sit him out this year and just say, don't worry about it. We'll go next year. That's why we got you on this four-year contract. But um, Fair enough. But I, I think there, is a, there a, is a chance sorry. if they get into the playoffs, he might he might come back. But I, I just don't see it. But I I've think been thinking hard about it. What? I don't think it's worth nah. But honestly, this team will still be good. They'll be up from what they were last year. Yeah. They could maybe squeak into a four with Kyrie Irving. Yeah. I could see that happening in All the right. Eastern Conference. Uh, well, Before you go, you got one more thing? How do you think the Mavericks are going to do this year? Just kind of give me a little take. Like, what do you th- how do you feel about the Chris Depp Porzingis signing? I think we're going to play. I just had this conversation yesterday at the internship. Um, we're going to play. I think we're going to play Porzingis way too much at the five spot when he doesn't want to play the five spot. You're going to have to. He's going to have to be efficient at the pow- at the uh, power forward spot where he is efficient. But we're going to try to play him at the center, and I don't like that. But I, I do think like the, the dynamic because you lost Dirk, which That's is good. fine. Which is fine. Because, I mean, he wasn't very effective on defense. Yeah. He, he could still shoot some, but he couldn't play defense for yeah. the life of him. Yeah. But I think he should be a power forward. Step in for Dirk. Oh, he definitely is. Find yeah. somebody else that's for the where center. That's where he flows. And maybe if you're, in like, cont- if you're in contention for a playoff spot, you try to trade for a center at the deadline. Yeah, and I like that. And I like, honestly, I, like I think that's a legitimate possibility this year. I like some of the signs. I like bringing back Seth Curry on a kind of a, yeah. a low... 
what's the word? Not risky contract yeah. necessarily. I like contract. that move. I think this is a potential seven or eight, maybe seven seed. We'll see. But um, that will come. We'll talk into that when the season comes. Season's going to start here in about a month and a half. So it'll be a lot of fun. We'll get into that. Up next, sticking with basketball, Kobe Bryant had some comments. Not, not negative comments, but legacy comments. And we're going to get into that. I want to know your take on this because this is interesting. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you all what he said coming up on the hot seat. You're listening to utaradio.com. Welcome back to the hot seat here on utaradio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, streaming live on Facebook Live, YouTube, Twitch, whatever else your heart desires. Coming to you on SoundCloud and Apple Podcast. Oh, Micah, we are almost done here on our show. Like we are? Well, yeah. It's a... On our on our first show of the year, but it's been a good one. Uh, I'm not gonna waste any more time as we are a little bit behind, but that's okay. Uh, we'll make it you up. No, it's week one. We had to we had to give cover a lot. We had a You're lot right, to, we to get did. to. We did. We had a we had to cover a lot of Kawhi news, and so. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. That, that's good news though for us, <laughs> for for the media. All so right, it gives us something to talk about. So Kobe Bryant had some thoughts today. Interesting thoughts, I might add. And this is what he said in an interview. He th- he said this. I'll read you the quote. Uh, I wish he was... He's, Kobe Bryant is talking about Shaq at this point, right? Okay. So he's talking about being his teammate. And he said, I wish he was in the gym. I would have won... I, I would have had 12 rings. It wouldn't even be close. Me and Shaq sit, all, sit down all the time and I say, if you're lazy, you know what was in shape. That's what he said today. Um, there's a lot of mixed reviews, a lot of, lot of, lot of comments on this, and a lot of opinions. And I, I, I want to know where you stand here on that because I think this is one of your first times hearing that. Yeah, and I kind of, I, I, and I wanted to do that because I wanted to get a natural reaction from you. That's what Kobe said. That was today. So, well, what do I've, you think? My dad thinks it's the other way around. I know that because we have discussed this before. Like, what did, would Shaq have won more championships with or without Kobe? I, I don't know. But I'm not in the locker room, so I can't tell you. But based on what everyone thinks or has come out, I, I don't know. I think Kobe was not necessarily right to say that. Do you think he was? It is, yeah. it is extremely hard to win a championship, man. It is really hard, and and Kobe did it five times. Yeah, he did. So I mean, it's but it's possible that you know that he may have been able to win more with Shaq. I don't know. I know that they won three straight. So do you think so. so do you feel who do you feel's in do you think Kobe's in the right? Do you think he or do you think Shaq shouldn't be upset? I don't think honestly I guess I, th- that's I the don't same. do I you don't, think Shaq shouldn't be upset and Kobe's in the right or Kobe's in the wrong and Shaq should be upset? I think Kobe's in the wrong here. Oh really? Okay. I think he's in the wrong just because look at Shaq. I mean, he's a big old dude, man. He can go out there and pretty much toy with anyone he wants. Like he he was obviously in shape. You could see it. And He's a great player. He's one of the best this game has seen. So, aside from his free throw shooting, but we'll give him a pass on that. But <laughs> I think he's in the wrong. I mean, do I think maybe the chemistry could have been a problem? Potentially. I could see that being an issue. Because, I mean, but... They're pretty good at one point, chemistry-wise. They were wise. so good, though. Chemistry-wise, and there was points in their time where they hated each other and they were still good, but they figured yeah, it exactly. out eventually. They figured it out. For and a little honestly, bit. Honestly, maybe... I mean, maybe. it was a very small time they figured it out, but... 
But obviously that could play a factor into maybe why they didn't win as many as maybe they hoped. They didn't win as many, I think, though, because Shaq left as well as an issue. And, and he still won two more after that. Who, Kobe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He still won two more. And... 10 and oh, oh, 09 and 10. Yeah, and he's saying he's saying he you know if Shaq would have kept in shape and we would have got we would have stayed together that they would have won 12 no doubt in his mind. That's what he was saying. And you think Kobe's not in the wrong, right? No, yeah. you do think Kobe's in the wrong. Yes. Yes, you do. What do you think? Kobe's. I Here's the thing. I don't know if Kobe's necessarily in the wrong, but I don't think Shaq um doesn't have the right to be mad. I think if I were Shaq... So I'd you're kind of on the fence. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like, okay, I know the competitor Kobe Bryant is. I know he absolutely believes that. But on the other end, if I'm Shaq, I'm like, bro. That's kind of unfair. I'm like, come on now. It's like, it's like, yeah, why are you taking shots at me You know, now? It's like, like why come couldn't on. you do I helped you. Some say that you're, I'm the only reason you won three. And it's like, and if I... And, if I would have stayed, there would have been no 24. There would have been no 24 Kobe Bryant. The 81 point game probably wouldn't have happened, okay? Because Shaq's on the team. You know, the legacy wouldn't have been as cemented if Shaq was on the team. So it's like, what do you, I mean, I can see where you're saying, like, what are you complaining about? He was like, we won three. Who knows? Together. He may not have won all five of those. He may have only had two. Who? Kobe. Well, I'm, he, sa- I'm saying that. I'm saying that if Shaq was know, still on the, if, see, Sha- if Shaq was still on that team with being in shape, Kobe wouldn't have gotten the, there wouldn't there wouldn't be the Kobe we know today. There just wouldn't be because a lot of people don't give Kobe the credit when he was number eight when Shaq was playing in that nineteen ninety nine to oh one run um, with Shaq. I mean they just they don't give him the credit because they think Shaq was the leader. And I say Shaq's the most dominant player ever like I've ever watched on on whether that's YouTube or whatever you want to I don't care replays but. I think that's what Shaq is saying, so I'm not mad at it, but I get why I get why Kobe. I think it's totally imbalanced for Kobe to say this because it is true that there was times that Shaquille O'Neal had issues with controlling, you know, his. I don't want to say controlling his weight, but he just didn't. He didn't apply himself as much as he could have. Okay, and that's what it was. So that's where I stand on this. And I know a lot of people are mad about Kobe saying this, but this is just who Kobe is, man. He's just the ultimate competitor. Agree? Yeah. I totally agree with that. I mean, he's obviously, I'm going to go and say, he's one of the best that we've seen in this game. Well, that's, going, that, that's going out on a limb. Well, it's not everyone that's won five <laughs> championships. Not no, one. I know. There's no, no. No, so, I, was, I was. I mean, obviously, every. Oh, every sarcasm. <laughs> I was saying, I was saying that. Yeah, of course he's one of the best ever. Yeah, for sure. He's yeah. definitely one of the best ever. And I mean, I don't know. What? It's, it's just kind of a brain fart. Can you repeat the question one more time? Just to make sure I'm on the same page. Is is he in the right? Oh, is he in the right? No. I don't, I don't think so. That's the question we're talking about. Here. I, I don't think... Because every player is unique. And Where are you going with this call? I, th- I just don't think it's right, man. Uh, especially <laughs> since he helped you win championships. I don't think you're in the right to say that. I really don't think well, so. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, like he helped you win three championships. I just think I just think that if I mean I think Kobe should just kind of look back and be like, okay, if Shaq was still playing on this team, 24, the mama, you know, that would have never been what it could have what it is now. That's what I'm saying because Shaq would have taken so much of the workload. But you never this know. isn't the first but time. See, we'll we'll never know for sure. 
Yeah, but you know, that's one of the things about the sports is you never have to. It's written on the court. Not from what ifs. What yeah, you're right. We will court. never know. But that, 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 and his, and regardless, his legacy is cemented in the in the record books. Yeah, and I could say it's because Shaq wasn't on that team. He had to prove himself again. And he did. He won two more championships. I know, but I'm saying like, and if they would have won 12, I mean, I think people would have given Shaq a lot more credit than they gave than they give Kobe now. Like Shaq would have taken most of the credit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like okay. I just wanted to make sure you got that. Yeah. So to me, you think he's in the wrong. I think that he's not necessarily uh, wrong on saying this. I think it's in bounds for him to say, but also don't, I'm not upset that Shaq is upset. I think that's totally yeah, fine. I think within he has his every right. right to be upset. Um, there should be. I mean, like, I I get why Shaq doesn't want Kobe to keep calling him out, and so I don't think it. I I just don't think it's fair for, for that because, as I said, they were teammates. And they helped each other win championships. Yeah, I agree. So I, I just don't I don't think it's necessarily called for. It's too bad they can't play anymore, but <laughs> that would be something. <laughs> That's not the last feud we're gonna be talking about. Finishing our show, we're going to be talking about A B versus Big Ben. Antonio Brown versus Ben Roethlisberger. They had some comments too, a little <laughs> bit more hostile than the Kobe ones. This has been an entertaining summer for the Steelers and Antonio Brown. Uh, we're going to get into that here. Lastly, on the hot seat, you're listening oh, to utaradio.com. Welcome back to the hot seat here on utaradio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, Facebook Watch, Twitch, you name it. It's there, probably. I'm Micah Cole, alongside Creighton Branch. And Creighton, fans of ghost hunting, horror, sci-fi, fantasy, cosplay, come out to the Will Rogers Memorial Center September 14th and 15th for the first spooky spectacle. Enjoy wandering classes, UFO talk, and a see some of your favorite spooky celebrities such as Dale McGiff from Pet Cemetery and Paul, T- or Paul T. Excuse me, Paul T. Taylor, <laughs> Pinhead from. <laughs> Hellraiser Judgment. $10 gets you in the door. For more info, visit SpookySpectacle.com. What what day is it on? (laughs) September 14th and 15th. You gonna go? I don't know. Probably not. Oh, (laughs) man. Okay. I put him on the spot. That's why I did that. That's why I did that. I don't know. You better be covering a game for us if you're not going to be going to that. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Anyways. Thanks for putting me on the spot. That was awesome. Why did you have to do that to me, I I love it how you read. We're we're trying to convince people to go to I love that you read liners. Okay, last but not (laughs) least. You forced me to do it. I know. That was good. That was really good. I can't spell, so sorry. You had to read. You didn't spell. I meant read. Sorry. I couldn't read it. It's okay. Anyways, <laughs> last on our show, the last segment of the day. Nope. Yes. Nope. We will throw two in together. I'm not going 30 minutes over. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to get a text later that I went 30 minutes over. No, I didn't. I wasn't talking about that. What are you talking about? No. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Antonio Brown versus Ben Roethlisberger. Antonio Brown and we know Ben Roethlisberger have not had the best relationship. <sighs> Um, dating back really to you could say for a while, but at least last year when it came out that you know Big Ben was, and he's done this forever. I think just kind of blamed other te- he always blames other teammates for his uh, for issues, and so they never really saw eye to eye. Well, Big Ben comes out and he apologizes. <laughs> Antonio Brown gets on Twitter today and says he goes, 
We're not friends. Shut up already. So, uh, this go this adds on to a plethora of issues with Antonio Brown between the helmet and the feet situation, which is just so funny to me. I mean, did you see that? Honestly, <laughs> no. It's, I have not seen that yet. It's who doesn't wear the right shoes in a crypto tank? I mean, who like? I'm so confused. So, right so, now. Uh, I know. So what it is is you you know when they sit then they stand in those things and it's like almost basically like um it freezes their body cools them down it's the point and it's like it's not i don't the, the best way to make you understand it is like it's like being in dry ice does that make sense it's not but like is that you see how cold it's like it's cold you mm-hmm. know what i'm trying to say yeah that's the best way to put it to make to let you understand it anyways homeboy didn't wear the right shoes and so his entire feet a wide got- receiver his entire feet got messed up, and they had to cut all the skin off, like the first layer, and let it regrow, which is why he's not playing in, in where he wasn't in uh, in training camp. Jeez. And then on top of that, he goes and does the the football. I mean, the helmet thing. And now that this. was stupid. You you know that's for attention. That whole helmet. Fiasco. Oh, I thought you were about to say he did that to his feet for attention. No, 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 no. That's just stupid. The whole helmet thing was just stupid. Let's be honest. Like, what was the need for that? Feet, you're still going to play. I know. Feet, you're, you're acting like you're actually not going to play because you're not using a certain helmet. No, that's so bogus. He's just... Cryo, cryo, cryo tank. Sorry, man. I can't say it. Cryo tank. Whatever. But uh, his, feet then, looked, his feet looked like Freddy Krueger and Deadpool combined. I mean, it was ugly. <laughs> Like, come on, man. Have some common sense. All like, right. You're, you're so, obviously going to freaking play. I want to know who's in. What, what are you. Are you giving Antonio a pass on these comments? I no. mean, should he have said that? Now, I will say that Ben Roethlisberger has not been that nice to him. So, I mean, like, what I mean, what do you think of this? I mean, should he have said it inbounds, out of bounds? What do you think? No. That's something you keep in, per, like, in personal like or private. Don't post it on social media because that makes you look bad. Let's be honest. That makes you look bad. Like, it's not a good look for yourself, just saying that. Because, I mean, at least he came out. I, I think Ben Roethlisberger took it the right way. But, and I don't think Antonio Brown was in bounds there. Like, you just do not post that out there on social media for everyone to see. That's not something you put. I just don't think so. That's my opinion. <laughs> I think the, I think there's a big problem with, with AB is... uh. He can't. He can't seem to get out of the spotlight. Whatever it is. he ended up deleting this tweet, by the way. So I'm glad we were able to get on on it before. But he did delete it, so I don't think y'all can go back and check it. Um, well, obviously, uh, someone, no, t- no, someone, took a, someone took a screenshot. Some people know how fast that can happen. And, yeah, like uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings uh, a few years ago, there was like a fiasco. Someone got on there and started spamming. I took screenshots of that. I yeah. saw that in person. Yeah, people do that in their like our group chats too and everything. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's so stupid. They post on our Twitter of our group chats, and then we take pictures. You know, we took screenshots of it. Anyways, it goes fast. So, um, I think an issue with AB is he tries to stay in the spotlight way too much. I think the helmet situation in itself, I just kind of touching on that, is just a way to stay in. I don't. I mean, if I really thought he believed that, I don't know. But I, I think this is a tough one. I would say if I'm Antonio Brown, just let it go, man. You're playing for you're playing for Oakland. You're clear across the country. There's no point. Let Ben be Ben. Let him do his thing. Go to your new team. Play with play with your new team. Just don't and, worry and ball about out it. and just don't worry about it. I don't know why we got to keep going back and forth in this feud. I'm glad that Big Ben finally apologized because I do think he was hard on most of his team and a lot of people don't like playing for him. But 
I think Antonio Brown needs to let it go. I mean, it's always something that he has a problem with. And I think he realized that because he ended up deleting the tweet. But there's just no reason to say that. And I love Antonio Brown. I love Antonio Brown. I think he's one of the. I think between, he's one of the best wide receivers. Between in this him, game right now. between him and Odell Beckham Jr. and Julio Jones, top talents in the league. But man, I kind of hate how that group kind of split up. Like Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlis, because they they were some happen, of the better. It was going to happen. They were top tier players. Yeah, they were oh, top yeah. tier players, and that that that'll get you in the Super Bowl conversation every year. And so yeah, so I just. I would just wish that Antonio Brown would just go, would go out and and let. And I've always said this: let your let your talk. I'm not. I'm all cool with you talking. Like I'm not. That's not a. Yeah, like, it's not an like, issue. Like I'm not upset with with the fact that you're talking. I want you to have a voice. But I think the best way to respond is to go out there and ball. It's that like, was not the situation to talk. No, I'm just saying. I don't think it. I was. never think that. I don't think that players should just play play uh, their sport and then be silent. I think they should. I th- I like when they speak up, but I think that the best response to it is to be like, okay, let me show you this. And you go out there and you make the Steelers wish that they kept you over, over Ben Roethlisberger or that they let, they wanted to keep you and just make it work. I mean, that they really miss you. That's what I would do. I wouldn't get into all this. You don't need to get into all this. You've proven yourself. You've proven that you're a top three at one point best receiver in the league, maybe top two, some would say. So I don't think that there's an issue there. Um, I think that he just needs to be like, I'm just going to go out and do me, and I'm going to leave it alone, and we're going to have a good season. He's. They've said, you know, that uh, if you watch Hard Knocks, call, they're, uh, they don't like that they're being perceived as as this team that's going to go with go in and win four games or three games. They feel like they can do something now. So we're going to see. I don't know if they will, but I think that Antonio Brown's message needs to be that. I'll just show you on the field. Fair enough. You like uh, that? I agree with you. All right, Cod, to satisfy your needs, before we get out of here, we'll do a couple pick Give me three games. It's your turn this time. Oh, man. Give me, give me three. Me we're gonna, yeah, I'm throwing you on the spot. Give me three games of this call of the college football uh, weekend, sorry, and we'll pick through them. Who does Texas play this week, Grayton? It's like Louisiana Tech. Let's go with really? that. Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought you'd go with Oregon-Auburn. Let's go Oregon-Auburn, because I know you'll be at that game, Grayton. Yeah. So give me your uh, take on that you, one. You know what? People are picking Auburn to win this game. The spread is Auburn. And so I'm, I'm kind of confused on why Oregon's not getting more love. They got they got Herbert. He's coming back. Uh, he could have been the number one pick last year. He might end up still being the number one pick this year, even though he's not right now on the draft board that high. Uh, I'm going to pick Oregon. I really am. And I'm going to, I think this will be the closest game we have all weekend. I will pick them winning this one. I'd say by a field goal. I think it's going to be very close. I, I, I say, you know, 35, 32. I'll give you Oregon as well. Cause okay. I'm a believer in the ducks. Just like I was in basketball. Yep. I just believe in what they do. Like last year, they were really good. They came out and stormed everybody. It seemed like, <laughs> it seemed like every weekend they did something surprising. So, so everyone says. So I'll take Oregon in this one. It'll be a great. I think it'll be a pretty good game. Okay, next one. That's gonna be interesting because I'm gonna go with Stanford and Northwestern. I think Northwestern's kind of uh, 
an interesting I team this of, year. They did really good last yeah, year. Yeah, because they were in the conference yeah. championship, I believe, in yeah. the Big Ten. They were. Against, I mean, they uh, were. They, State. they, they weren't very slapped. competitive, they, but yeah, they got clapped. But I mean, they um, were there. I believe KJ Costello is still the quarterback there at Stanford. Uh, they're going to be good too. But I'll pick Northwestern. In the, I, the line's pretty nuts, isn't it? Yeah, it's six and a half. Yeah, like yeah, uh, in Stanford's, in Stanford's favor. favor. Yeah, I mean that's close. I mean, like you would think that Stanford would be favored by more, but I do think they're giving a lot of respect to this Northwestern team. So I'm picking Northwestern in this upset. But it's going to be Northwestern can only really. I mean, like the the games they're going to win are going to be nitty gritty. I'm going like twenty four seventeen. Okay. Uh, the last one. Who are you Might going with? Well. Who are you going with? Oh, duh. Uh, I have to make a pick. I'm gonna go. I'm going to have to go with Stanford on this one, All right. at home, especially at home. Last That's one, we got to get out of your car. All right, the last one, Notre Dame-Louisville. It always seems to be a decent matchup when that comes up. Picking Notre Dame, and I'm picking Notre Dame by 20 points. <laughs> yeah, Sam. But what? you never know. Louisville can always creep up, but I'm going to take Notre Dame by at least two touchdowns. No, I think I, I think There Notre wasn't Dame's... really any other great games out there, though, for this weekend. Notre Dame has a great team coming back. They're going to be good. They got a lot of offensive weapons still. I think they still got a pretty good defense. I'm picking Notre Dame, Con. I'm picking them to win at least by 20. Yeah. All I'm right. Go ahead and build up on what they did last year. Well, that's it. That's the first show. We got through it through all the mishaps between your Kawaii and my completely miss of a segment. We had to switch <laughs> around, uh, but we did it. I hope you guys like the new time, six day instead of eight to ten. It's on Wednesday still. Had a lot of fun, Micah. I did too. As always, my name is Creighton Branch. The man next to me, Micah Cole. It's the hot seat. We stream on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook Live. You can catch us on UTA Radio, obviously. That's the big one. iHeartRadio, Radio FX. Post our stuff on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. We'll be looking forward to next week. Once again, it's the hot seat. UTA Radio. Every Wednesday, now 6 to 8 p.m. Better come prepare next week, Micah. I'll see you next Wednesday. All right. We'll see you all next Wednesday. Thank you guys so much. Hey, everybody. This